fastest and most fun two hours in radio. It's the Steakhouse. Yeah, let's go! On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. There's always that one person that will always have your heart. You'll never see it coming cause you're blinded from the start. Know that you're that one for me. It's clear for everyone to see. Oh baby. Yeah. You gotta rock your way to this one. Oh, come on. See, I don't know about y'all, but I know about us. 923 Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The fastest two hours in radio continues. Drew Butler here on Monday. The Queen will be here tomorrow. Congratulations. She took all her winnings from the entire season. And this is a girl that bets $20, $25. Well, she had a really good season. And I'm not going to put all her business out there, but she had hundreds and hundreds of dollars. A nice bankroll of which she pushed all the chips in on the Chiefs. She did it right when the Super Bowl was announced. Put it all in on the Chiefs. I said, you're the only reason I want the Chiefs because I'm going to bet the 49ers. Um, I thought that uh, they were going to have their moment. There was so much talk about Kansas City all week. I felt Christian McCaffrey was going to be the MVP. I thought Christian McCaffrey was going to be the X factor that that guy's going to win a Super Bowl. And they did a nice job of containing him. He had a nice game, but they kept him in check. Over 20 yards, one carry. He did not get it. That was a losing bet. Will Christian McCaffrey have a 20-yard run? 90 yards on the ground, did not get it. I think he had like 78 or something like that. They did a nice job of not allowing him to break out, essentially. No doubt about it. And again, you could have handicapped that game all week long, and the talking points were Patrick Mahomes, experience in the Super Bowl, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid. But I just kept going back to the Chiefs defense. I was like, man, the Chiefs defense is so good, and they're not talked about enough. Playoff Chris Jones is another level. Playoff Chris Jones just dominates. McDuffie, that DB, Justin Reed, like those guys were all over yeah, they made the like, San Francisco wide receiver. What did you think of Usher as we came back listening uh, to him? I thought it was okay. I mean, like it was great to see Ludacris, Lil John, Jermaine Dupree. Like that was cool. I just thought even Jackie, we were watching it, and Jackie's like, is he going in chronological order? The order of the songs that he played had no rhyme or reason. I was kind of lost. Yeah, from what I was told, because I was actually surprised that he opened with, um, I can't think of the name of the song now, but uh, a friend of mine who went to the residency says it, it, it kind of, kind of simulated what he's doing with his residence. He was sweating his ass off, dude. <laughs> he was drenched in sweat. He was dancing like a madman. Caught like, up, caught up. That's caught what up. it was. But dude, don't, don't get it twisted. Like, Usher, highly talented, the dance moves, the production. I, I thought there was just, there was a little left to be desired. I will say this about Usher. I've got a story about Usher as well. Once, once he took his shirt off, it's clear that he's not traveling around on Instagram eating the type of food that I'm eating, right? <laughs> He's not trying to find the best cheesesteak in Atlanta or Vegas. That young man is friggin' ripped. The women at this Super Bowl party, you could hear a collective moaning when he <laughs> took his uh, top off. It's, I was like, we, we get it. Like, we get it, okay. Yeah. 2003 or 2004, I'm at the mall with my mom. Dillard's, Mall of Georgia. Yeah, okay. I'm like by the polo rack, just getting a couple of collared shirts for school. And I look up, and Usher is shopping at the same rack as me. This is prime Usher. Yeah. yeah peak, I'm peak in stuff. like eighth, ninth grade. So this is when you had the flip phone with, with just a pretty grainy camera on yeah. it. Nobody's around us. 
on my mom, I'm going to go ask Usher for a selfie. She's like, yeah, go ahead. So I go, hey, Usher, you know, big fan, can I get a selfie? He looks around and he's like, I, I can't. I don't, I don't do that in public. And I'm like, oh, okay. There's nobody around us. Yeah. So we just keep shopping. Like we're around each other. Yeah. He walks up. He's like, hey, do you, do you, would you like an autograph? I go, no, no I'm, I'm good. No, that's not a thing. And uh, he went to the cashier, got a printer paper, signed it, and handed it to me after I had said okay. I'm good. I was like, this all could have been done in about 10 seconds yeah, with a selfie. Yeah, just the selfie. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little, not the biggest Usher fan. Well, but he, he did a, uh, a great job representing the ATL. Yeah, uh, he did. Obviously, the energy of what should have happened in Atlanta, you got on the big stage in Las Vegas, and uh, 100%. he'll be here playing three or four nights at State Farm Arena coming up as well, I believe, in the fall or late summer. Uh, the conversation of Kyle Shanahan, who's now been to three Super Bowls and lost them all, uh, has lost leads in all three of the Super Bowls. Double-digit leads in all three. Yeah, and um, obviously trying to figure out as we look at how do you end up going to a Super Bowl on a consistent basis? What can you learn if you're an Atlanta Falcons, you know, front office person? What's the formula? What is the 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 infrastructure of building a championship dynasty? The Chiefs are a dynasty. The Patriots were a dynasty. Um, you know, I don't know if the Ravens were a dynasty, but certainly consistency. They're they're competing for championships. The Steelers are in that category. It, it's not that complicated, really, when you start thinking about the quarterback position, which is why you've said it. Rusty said it. Sandra said it. All, I don't care if you're hiring Raheem Morris or you're hiring, you know, whatever. Insert, you know, assistant coach that is excelled. It doesn't matter if you don't have a guy under center. How does Kyle Shanahan know that? He's got Brock Purdy, but he also knows who he was up against. This is my second game as a head coach, but um, I think when you go against guys like Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes, you better never feel comfortable with the lead. I mean, those are two of the best players to ever play the game. And that's why whether you have a lead or you're down points, it's, I mean, those guys are always in it. You watch them all the time do that stuff. It's so true. Like, you, you can't count those guys out. And we'll get to the overtime decision to take the ball first. But when you give Patrick Mahomes the opportunity to go win a football game, you probably want to be on Mahomes' side. You had the Chiefs exactly where you wanted. You hit him in the mouth. There was all the hype about Kansas City. The 49ers came out and said, we're the better team. We're more physical. That stuff about our run defense is soft. I thought that was way overplayed. The stuff all week about you were losing to the Packers and you were losing to the Lions. Okay, look at the body of work. You are who you are. You were the best team in the National Football League for 17 weeks. I don't care about this, you know, that you didn't look great against the Lions or Packers. You're the best team all year. And you were the best team in the first half. And you had opportunities in the first half. And when Christian McCaffrey fumbles the ball in the first drive inside the red zone, when you only got a 10-0 lead, and you're not able to capitalize, you have set yourself up because there's only so long Kansas City is going to be asleep. It must have made them crazy to know we needed a 17-point lead. We needed a 13. You know, they, they knew what they needed to do, and then once the momentum shifted, and then you get to overtime, and then you're in a position, remember, in the postseason, you're getting the ball back even if the first team scores a touchdown. Even if the first team scores a touchdown, what it allows the team that has its second is to not debate on fourth down and whatever correct. if they just scored it. You know, like, 100% correct. 
So it's an enormous advantage. It's the same advantage in every college football game when they start at the 25, why you defer. There's no difference. The team that has it second has the advantage, right? And here's Kyle Shanahan trying to explain why you wanted the ball instead of sitting back. You're getting it anyway. Remember, this is not the Patriots and the Falcons. This is not Tom Brady getting the ball and you never see it again. Correct. This is not Matt Ryan on the, on the sideline for 35 minutes that never touched the ball Correct. again. Correct. You're getting the ball. None of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we just thought it would be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal, and if, if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. This report just breaking this morning from The Ringer, Ari Morav on Twitter. Multiple 49ers players said after the game that they were not aware of the new overtime rules. The Chiefs, on the other hand, have been planning for this scenario for weeks. Eric Armstead, defensive lineman for the 49ers, said he learned the details of the postseason rule when it was shown on the Allegiant Stadium Jumbotron during a TV timeout after regulation. Fullback Kyle Juszczyk said he assumed the 49ers asked to receive the ball because that's what they did in the regular season. On the flip side, after the game, Patrick Mahomes on the desk with NFL Network. They're all asking, hey, this is a brand new overtime rule in the postseason. Mahomes said, I cannot tell you how annoying it was week after week after week to go through these scenarios because we've never had to deal with them. He was like, it was almost a waste of time. It gets annoying. Right. And, of course, it happens in the biggest moment, and they were fully prepared. So is Kyle Shanahan saying if we get it third and score, they don't get it back, right? That's correct. So that's the advantage. But to your point— Getting it second, you don't have to debate what to do on fourth down. You're always in yeah, go-for-it no, exactly. mode. Yeah. It's a total mind shift for an offensive play caller. Yeah, it, it just and, – and if they don't get a field goal, you know exactly what you need to do, which is not take too many chances, work your way down the field. If they score a touchdown, you know, I'm in four-down territory the entire time. The Niners had third and six inside the two-minute, could have ended the game, didn't get it. Great pressure by Spagnolo. A great play by McDuffie to bat the ball down by Brock Purdy. And on the flip side, the Kansas City Chiefs, fourth and less than one in their own territory. A brilliant play call. Leave it in Mahomes' hands. Read option. He scampers for about 15, and that's when they went down scored. Yeah, he's not better than Tom Brady yet. He's not the GOAT. However, he his ability on a play like that to use his legs, which he only uses them when he has to. He's not looking to take more hits. He's not looking to be Lamar Jackson. He's not that kind of athlete. But Pat Mahomes does something Brady can't do, which is with his feet, rip off huge plays. No question. And now, naturally, the comparison for Patrick Mahomes is going to be Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes, three Super Bowl championships stake. He's 28 years old. But wait, if he wants to eclipse Tom Brady, he has to win Five more Super Bowls. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, Nine o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment, life-changing results. When we come back, Alabama continuing to deal with the exit of Nick Saban, who's headed to TV. I'll ask Drew about that. He knows a bunch on that. Also, the ultimate, uh, I don't know, slap in the face to a uh, proud former Pac-12 program. We'll do that. Tell you why our basketball teams in college are not where they need to be. And lots more on the Super Bowl that ends in overtime. Another title 
for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's Steak and Drew, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.